people, please take care of your health. We have too many people out in the community, out in the world, grumpy, mm. irritable. Mm-hmm. And if you just take care of your health, prioritize exercise and eating well, you just become an overall much better person to be around. Welcome back to the Asked For podcast, the podcast that no one asked for, but we're getting anyway. I'm your host, Isabel Gutierrez, and for this episode, I've asked my lovely mama to come on and talk about forgiveness. We share our experiences with forgiving others and asking for forgiveness, and we hope that our thoughts encourages you to reevaluate your relationship with forgiveness. We hope you enjoy this episode. Now let's get into it. So today I have my beautiful mama on the podcast and we are going to be talking about forgiveness. It's kind of a heavy topic and we just wanted to talk about our own experiences and some thoughts we have surrounding forgiveness. But first, I would love the people to get to know you a little bit better. Great. So tell me something. Um, Tell me some things. What have you been enjoying recently? What has made you laugh? And just what do you do? The boring question is the last one. What do you do? So what I've been doing lately is working quite a bit. Um, With COVID and the pandemic, it's kept me pretty busy, along with the people that are in healthcare with me. I work in hospice, so we've had a lot of movement going on, a lot of people needing our services. But it's nice to also um, feel that what we do is needed. So Mm -hmm. that's what I've been doing lately. What's made me smile Laugh, smile. Okay, what's made me laugh recently? My kids. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You guys gave me so much things to laugh about. (laughs) Um, Just you guys. You guys just make me so happy. All the stuff you guys do and all the silly things you do and all the things that you guys don't do well. It's actually... What? Yeah, (laughs) it's actually funny um, to see you guys just try to, you know, go through life and figure things out. So... What does forgiveness mean to you? What does forgiveness mean to me? Well, I believe that it does allow us to let go of any type of resentment um, that we may have with other, you know, family, friends, people that have hurt us or done us wrong or vice versa. Um, It does allow us to, uh, when we do forgive, it allows us to move on and ultimately to have peace, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's really what we want to do is... um, not go day by day with anger and resentment and just being bitter and whatnot just go along and just have joy and peace and yeah that reminded or just that made me think of something how it's so easy for us to think about forgiveness not in a shallow way but just yeah I guess a shallow way where it's just like a one and done thing like oh I'm sorry Kayla my sister for (laughs) this is a perfect example i'm sorry kayla for not washing the dishes um so it can just be one and done like moving moving on and i guess that is also peace but when we really think about it in a deep way like no forgiveness is for your soul to feel at ease and peaceful with other people yeah for, for both parties i think that it allows for us to not feel that you know, resentment that this person did us wrong. And then for that other person, when we do ask for forgiveness, it allows them to not feel guilty or not feel bad or not walk like if they're, you know, stepping on eggshells. So it's good for everyone. Absolutely. So how have you seen forgiveness benefit your life? 
how has forgiveness given you peace in a specific way that you can share? Uh, well, forgiveness has um, added a really great value to my life. Uh, one of the reasons is that as kids, we grow up really differently, right? The saying sorry or accepting um, an apology is almost like what you're supposed to do, something that your parents told you to do, something that you know it's right, but whether or not you want to ask for forgiveness or accept an apology is very different. So I think as I have been, um, as I've matured and I'm a lot more wiser, I think that forgiveness has really benefited me in ways to see all perspectives. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, there's several examples that I have, um, you know, with with my own dad, you know, not being around and he feels so much guilt and how that really kept him away from us and just it was really hard for him. But being able to um, let him know that he's forgiven and has allowed me to be able to move on. So there isn't that thing that's lingering behind my head or behind my mind. I think that forgiveness allows us to even, you know, with your dad, right? Mm-hmm. Um, allow, that's the hardest thing is also being able to forgive somebody that's done not wrong to me, but wrong to the people that I love. So that's something that's been, um, giving me peace is to forgive your dad, you know, Mm -hmm. at the time. And I think giving grace, it allows us to, again, see all sides, see why they did what they did and just, I don't know, it allows us to be more compassionate and empathetic. I definitely, the, the biggest example in my life, you obviously know this, but when I chose to forgive my dad, mm. um, and I didn't understand the weight of that decision until now, mm. I thought, uh, it was also in the moment, um, a little bit of a backstory at a high school ministry summer camp, um, one night we were asked to extend forgiveness to those who have wronged us or the opposite, ask for forgiveness. And I chose to call my dad. Um, I used my leader's phone and I left him a voicemail saying that, hey, I forgive you for not being around and not being the dad that I deserve, but I love you and I want a relationship with you. And that was obviously a very emotional thing for a 14-year-old to do. That's very mature, yeah. Yeah, but and I, I personally believe that was the Holy Spirit telling me to do that. Um, <laughs> but... You know, fast forward seven years, um, now I understand more how that affected the way I see forgiveness and the importance of forgiveness. And also, like, just in my personal perspective, how much the Lord can work when you do choose to forgive people the same way that he forgives us every single day. Um, my dad and I's relationship is not perfect, but it's definitely a lot better than it was when I was in high school. Imagine when you called him and you told him that you forgive him for not being around or, you know, those uh, those examples. Imagine the weight off of his shoulders mm. to know that you love him unconditionally and that he's forgiven. Now, I know that he still has some guilt, um, you know, and even though you forgave him, that's a whole different topic too because how is he able to forgive himself? He carried that even after... You were in high school because um, I do remember him even asking me for forgiveness and not that he wasn't around for you. And so, yeah, he definitely carried a lot of guilt. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that you helped him at least have a little bit more peace. 
on the opposite side though when have you had trouble forgiving people for me the hardest in forgiving has been um not so much if somebody does wrong to me but if somebody does wrong to the ones that I love mm-hmm. I think that I'm I'm very obviously I'm very confident I'm very secure what people do to me or say things about me it really doesn't affect me when people do say or do things to me that has you know ill intent or they don't mean it but it's supposed to be hurtful I'm very confident I'm you know don't take things personal and so but the hardest thing has really been if somebody hurts my loved ones mm-hmm. so for example you right if somebody hurts you you know your dad's situation or um you know seeing you know with my mom or my dad you know something affecting our circle um, affecting a dear friend of mine you know those sort of things that's tough that has really been tough I think it's been easier as I've gotten older my high school years it was a lot harder when somebody hurt a friend of mine or my sister mm-hmm. yeah you know genetics are a very interesting thing because I also have noticed that I, I see have that trouble. In <laughs> yes I see um, that in you I'm sorry no it's fine even though I can be really mean to my sister I also have trouble forgiving those who have hurt her in a way. Um, I don't think you're mean to your sister, babe. I think you're a sister. That's true. <laughs> mm, fair. But anyways, that's not the point. The point is is that I personally am having trouble right now forgiving certain people in a certain situation. Sure. I, yeah. I yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I think for Kayla... Um, yeah, anyone that's heard Kayla in the past, I've had a hard time with that. And I hope that... I do know that you get that from me because, you know, <laughs> I kind of hold things tight and I'm so protective and I'm all about, you know, justice and yeah. doing the right thing. And um, But as I get older, I think, and as I get wiser and I hope that you guys do capture some of that, is that we do have to see all perspectives. And sometimes that person that's harmed us it's just how they were raised. It's just, mm-hmm. they're just not thinking, mm-hmm. you know? They're probably just lame. Yeah. Probably <laughs> just lame. Probably just lame. It's so human of me to be wanting to, you know, preach not being bitter, let it go, forgive mm-hmm. people when I myself am having a hard time forgiving some people who have hurt myself or loved ones. So, yeah. But that's human. I think it, we're all human. I think we don't... When somebody hurts us, it hurts us. Mm-hmm. And to see one of our loved ones that has been hurt and you see them cry or feeling insecure, we, we're we protective. And because of love, mm-hmm. you know, we become that protector and we want, and you know, we want to fight and be angry and speak the truth. And so that's just human nature. But as we, you know, move on in life, we just, you know, Sometimes we just realize that it's not worth it yeah. to hold that bitterness. That's true. It's it's definitely a interesting balance to find, but because you know, looking at it from a Christian perspective, God is forgiving. He's merciful, but He's also a just God. He, he loves justice. He loves His people, and He fights for them. And he has righteous anger. However, because we are human, we get it twisted sometimes. We do get twisted. <laughs> yeah, or we let that righteous anger turn into resentment and bitterness, and bitterness leads to Botox. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. But it's it's hard to find that balance between I want to be gracious, but I also 
want to have boundaries and I also want to fight for those who I love and those who are vulnerable. Um, so that's just my current. You know, one of the things that has helped me is to realize that because I'm so confident and, and whatnot and I'm a strong person, I think when we start to think about how we how we accept an apology or how we receive forgiveness, uh, vice versa, is that we realize that we're also in control of our day. We're also in control of, you know, how we perceive things. So you're in control if you want to be bitter and if you want to be angry and have a bad mood and, you know, that's also on us. And I think that if we allow forgiveness to come into the situation then that's ourselves deciding, I choose joy. I choose to be happy. Mm -hmm. I choose for you not to affect me. Sorry, what you did, didn't touch me. Mm -hmm. So, bye. Yeah, and all that to be said, that is where we need the help of Jesus and the Holy Spirit (laughs) to, you know, fulfill the the human void that we create. You know, we can put in so much effort, we can put in so much choice to choose joy, but at the end of the day, we also need help. If you oh, want to true, for, truly forgive people and yeah. Well, I mean, think about this too. I wasn't always the best kid, you know, the to teenager. say the least. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't always the best kid growing up. I was, you know, gave my parents and, you know, uh, a little bit of trouble to say the least, to say the least. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, so when we look back at how we are, when we look back at the things that we've done, the wrong that we've done, we're not perfect. So it's almost like we know that we're forgiven. We know that people have forgiven us. And so we're no better than anybody else. Mm-hmm. So when, again, back to what you were saying about having Jesus in our lives is he has forgiven us. Mm-hmm. And we know that we're forgiven. And so we do need you know, conversation and to think about how he did that for us. So it allow us to forgive other people. We're relational beings. We're going to continue to have interactions with people and people are going to hurt us. Mm-hmm. And it's how we're going to respond to that. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, let it go. Now, if somebody continues to do you wrong, right? I mean, there's so many different situations, whether it's a friend that's been hurting you or, you know, um, lying or saying things about you. And then you find out and then, yeah, they forgive and forgive. Or if it's a family member or if it's, you know, a husband mm-hmm. that's, you know, been hurting you um, multiple times. There comes a time that you have to know the difference of forgiving and letting go and the difference of staying in the same situation, allowing the person to mm-hmm. continue to hurt you. Yep. So if you allow the person to continue to hurt you, there's some other deeper issues going on, concerns, maybe there's insecurities, um, codependency, there's other topics. But when somebody continues to hurt you, you can forgive and let go, but also you need to move on. Mm-hmm. Okay, you move on from that relationship. If it's a toxic relationship, whether it's a friendship or a romantic relationship, move on. Because there's habits and patterns that have already been established and you're not going to change that person. Yep. And that person's really just taking advantage of you. So mm-hmm. be strong and move on. Be confident and know your self-worth. And don't let people take advantage of you. So forgive, yes, but if it continues, you choose to move on. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to continue the pattern, and then you're part of the problem. 
She'll tell it like it is, everyone. <laughs> She'll tell it like it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Just because you are someone who forgives them doesn't mean you're a doormat, you know? Absolutely. Like, going back to, you know, instances where you've seen on YouTube or TV where um, victims of abusers go into court and blatantly say, I forgive you. for, And those are so powerful, you those know? Those are powerful. Those are crazy. But they also are choosing to move on. They're choosing to move on. Yeah. And they're choosing to, to no longer be in that situation. Yes. I mean, I think within our own family... We've seen this, a pattern. Me as a young um, child, teenager, I see this. I've seen this in my life, mm-hmm. you know, where somebody has allowed themselves to continue to be the victim. And there were deeper rooted issues there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we're such amazing people. I mean, each one of us, we're just so different. And each one of us has talents and qualities. And why not embrace that and know, hey, I don't deserve this. I forgive you, but I'm also... Yeah. Bye. But also bye. Forgiving other people who have hurt you is a great start to the process of healing and moving on. Um, just, yeah, like you perfectly said that just because you forgive someone doesn't mean you can you have to stay in that same circumstance. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there's different measures and extremities. Absolutely. There's yeah. different situations. There's better women that can't leave because of the child. And, right. You know, so there's drastic, you know, from one end of the spectrum to the other. Mm-hmm. However... You know, seek help. Yeah. Ask for help. You know, talk to somebody um, if that is coming up. Because there's people around you that, people that love you, that would obviously mm-hmm. want the best for you. And actually, part of being able to move on is having a really good circle of friends. And I have a really good circle of friends that I could lean on and that I could explain a situation. And they will tell me and be very honest and um, if you have that type of circle, definitely reach out to them. If you know you're not going to be hurt if someone tells you the truth, mm-hmm. that's the friends that you want to really, um, you know, share what's going on. Also, forgiving people takes away their power over you. Huge. You that's know? why. I, yeah, exactly. We're strong. We're confident. We need to remain that mm-hmm. because just like what you said, exactly takes away the power of the person that continues to hurt us yeah absolutely like i forgive you for doing this therefore i am moving on you don't have control you don't have power over my life or how i react or anything i forgive you but i'm choosing to move on and however that looks like beyond is you know up to you that's powerful yeah a question that i wanted to ask you um kind of a niche question you work with the terminally ill Mm -hmm. and Maybe some cases at people's end of their life, you know, they are struggling with some resentment or some guilt that they have. Have you, you know, working so closely with individuals who are at the most vulnerable state stage of their life, has that taught you anything about forgiveness or given you a perspective? I think I have been extremely blessed to be in the industry that I've been working in. It's been about 20 years. I just started working with seniors in assisted living and... I love seniors, by the way. I absolutely I love. <laughs> I love seniors. They have so much to share. They got these great stories, and you can learn so much from them. So I feel completely blessed to be around them and work with them. Have that privilege. Hospice has actually allowed me the privilege to see how humbling an apology and forgiveness, and asking you know for forgiveness can certainly help somebody. Imagine this hospice. What does that mean? That means that your life is 
gonna end soon, mm-hmm. right? And your hospice is truly the last opportunity that you have to make a change and make an impact in people's lives by the way of love and forgiveness. And the most important things that seniors and families and our patients want to hear is the words, I love you, mm-hmm. is the words, thank you, mm-hmm. the words, I'm sorry, and I forgive you. And oh. those are so powerful because once they do that, the patient, whether it's mom or dad that's passing away or whether you know, they're forgiving a child or the child's doing the, the forgiving, it's powerful at that stage and imagine if they did not wait until their loved one was in their dying bed if they would have just said sorry allow forgiveness to come mm-hmm. into their lives sooner they could have had more possibly beautiful memories and thing mm-hmm. you know cherished memories that they could have created but nevertheless hospice has taught me so much um, and i believe that's probably why it's um it's been easier for me to accept a lot of different things and grow because of the path and the career that I chose. A true apology mm-hmm. is genuine and you it has to be authentic. And it's not your typical, I'm sorry I didn't wash the dishes or sorry I you know did something bad to your sister or your sibling. Um, it's not the apology that comes by... Um, feeling obligated Mm -hmm. when there's obligation and having to apologize it's it's fake yeah it's fake you Mm -hmm. know if you're gonna apologize to me and you can be fake about it or if you're gonna apologize say i'm sorry but i can't i I can't stand that Mm -hmm. do not apologize to me with a but you have to say hey i'm sorry and what are you sorry about and how is it not going to happen again Mm -hmm. i mean that's really what a, a real apology is and when you have place yourself in the situation of the one that you that you harmed or that you did you know something um wrong to uh when you place yourself in their shoes and how they experience that hurt and you're able to process that then apologize that's you owning it mm-hmm. you know um and and you do have to be very self-aware as far as how it's have I had difficulty apologizing? Not really. I think that as a kid, I probably did. Mm-hmm. Uh, a teenager, I didn't want to apologize for anything because I thought I was right about everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I still kind of am. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> apologizing to somebody, um, it doesn't come difficult to me. I could say I'm sorry. I could say why I'm sorry because at the end of the day, that person matters to me. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to feel... Um, you know, hurt. I don't want them to feel sad or be angry or for it to create their day to have whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Again, hospice has taught me a lot. Yeah. And tomorrow's never guaranteed. And so when you realize the power of that you have control over your decisions, if I decide to say, hey, you know, I did wrong to somebody and if I apologize and if it's genuine, I want them to know that I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I know saying I'm sorry can be uncomfy. It has been uncomfy for me because mm-hmm. that puts me in a very vulnerable, sure. I screwed up position. And no one likes to feel that way, you know? Like, I, well, I can only speak for myself. But I like to stay in the mindset that I am a great friend. I am a good sister. 
because of that mindset and because for the most part I'm a pretty good person, when I screw up, I can get Oh yes, very, I can see that. I yeah, I'm very hard on myself. You are. And I'm very like, much. oh my gosh, like I'm a horrible person. And that is just one case scenario of as to why it's hard sometimes to say I'm sorry. But for me personally, it's difficult at times because that makes it me aware that I am flawed and mm-hmm. I screwed up. I came up short in some degree. But again, you are a seven, right? Yeah. And so yeah. you're happy, you're joyful and spontaneous and you want to brighten people's lives. And so I do understand where you're coming from as far as when you have to apologize, you're like, oh man, and that, how that does affect you. I've seen that um, with you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, every person's a little bit different. But if they can just get over that hump of uncomfortableness, being comfortable with the uncomfortable at the end result, it's just... It's like freedom. It's like you can breathe, and yeah. you can, and that person can breathe. And hopefully, um, if it's not a repeated pattern, mm-hmm. everyone can move on and grow. And it allows us to actually reflect and learn about ourselves. What did we do wrong? Why did we do that? Yeah. Right. I think that when we realize that we've hurt somebody and we've apologized, and we really don't want that to happen again, let's take some time to reflect. What was it that I did? What caused me to do that? Mm-hmm. And then address those those things, those issues, those feelings, and those habits. That way, you don't do it again. What's one tidbit that you can offer about how do we forgive ourselves better? Because we also need to extend grace to ourselves. Oh my goodness, that is so good. And we touched, we touched on it a little bit when we talked about your dad. And even though you forgave him mm-hmm. and how he still had the guilt. Um my dad, right, he is, uh, he was not really around as much, and there's a lot of different scenarios that happened there, um, and I know that it weighs very heavy on him. The last time that I saw him a few years ago, you know, I let him know, I love you, and I forgive you, and it's, we need to just move on, I want you in my life, I want the kids to be around you, for them to know their, their grandpa, and you can just see it. You know, I'm forgiving him, but he's got so much guilt and just, mm-hmm. it's heavy on him. And deep down inside, I know that he has all this regret and guilt. And if he can just go back and start all over again, life would be a lot different. But he can't. And we can't. So we learn and we grow. And that has been probably the biggest um, example or that has impacted me in a way to I never want to be that person I don't want to have guilt um and ways that you forgive yourself is that hey you know we all we're not all perfect and so how can we grow and just when you forgive yourself you're saying I'm not that same person Mm. I'm gonna I'm different I'm gonna do better tomorrow I'm gonna do the right thing next time I'm going to make it a mission of my own to help people that were in that situation. It really allows for a lot of growth. As a mom, Mm. what is a hope that you have for Kayla and I in terms of forgiveness? Having forgiveness come into our life and allowing um, to forgive others, hopefully it will um, allow you guys to keep growing and realize one that you guys are not perfect but how it, how am i going to use forgiveness to help me to continue to grow and continue to be independent and confident women and that's really what i want for you guys is 
you know, we only have one life to live. Mm -hmm. And so not only do we want to do right as many times as possible, but you also, I mean, forgiveness can create so much havoc in your mind, in your body, in your, the way that you encounter different situations, whether it's relational or, you know, in a career. My hope for you guys would be for you guys to be independent, strong women and protect your health. And part of protecting your health and your mental well-being is forgiveness, is being able to let go, move on and grow. Thank you so much, Mama, for being on the podcast. We really did tighten all of our thoughts in a tight nutshell. And hopefully whoever's listening just feels um, validated and also encouraged to think about forgiveness and how can they offer forgiveness or be someone to apologize a little bit better. Exactly. Yay. Don't hold grudges. Forgive. Let that shit go. Move on. Let that shit go. Let it go.